Welcome back to the show, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. It's We Are Live. Chris Denman, Travis Terrell, excited to be here. Thanks to Sam Lyons for stopping by last hour. Had a blast playing with Casting Call. We'll have the Great American Race this hour. Rhea Butcher, who's at the Ready Room, will join us via video phone call, I guess so. Uh, Travis, it's Friday. It's exciting. We've got lots to get into for the Great American Race, but I do want to know, sir... <coughs> If you saw about Keith Morrison's new podcast, and I don't want to talk to anyone else about this on the show but you, uh, Pam Hupp, uh, the thing about Pam, she is the subject, what's happening? <laughs> we will uh, <laughs> officially lose Gardner for moments in time now. I saw this news at the timeline yesterday, and I immediately knew there was only one person. I felt like, have you ever, like, you, you know something's done specifically for an individual? <laughs> this was that moment. Mm -hmm. And that, of course, was for Chris Gardner. Congratulations, oh, my friend. The podcast is up and out. Pam Hupp and your hero, Keith Morrison. Oh. How do you feel? What was your initial reaction when you saw that this pod was going up and that your hero, Keith Morrison, you and Bill Hader's hero, in fact, <sighs> was going to comment on the great local Pam Hupp? Well, and uh, the great local Pam <laughs> interesting description. <laughs> <laughs> um, as I tweeted out, it was simply, holy fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So you were excited. Yeah. He, not, only, not only is Keith Morrison doing a true crime podcast, but he's launching it with the Pam Hupp story. The thing about Pam. Yeah. The and he doesn't mean Beasley. Pam. The thing how, about Pam. How does he know? I, I think if there's anybody in the world that deserves a podcast, it's Keith Morrison. Look at that guy. And he's just. Look at that leather jacket. He's one of those guys, like, free. I'm going to be honest, if I'm a Democratic candidate, I strongly consider him as a VP. Oh. Because he's just he's such just got a, a look. He's got a look. He's got great appeal. But this is pretty cool. I love that one dateline. They're doing true crime. It makes sense because they've right. been there. They are the what some would consider the true crime kings. So for them to finally jump into the true crime podcast makes sense, considering the true true crime podcasts are like exploding all over the internet. Mm -hmm. They're incredibly popular. We've even seen it done in sports. So this makes sense, and it's really cool that it's. I say cool in the sense that it's only cool because it's recognized as uh, a story, but it is cool they're doing it. It's a terrible story, but it's a terrible story. Interesting way to yeah. cover it. Cool yeah. is a terrible way of saying it. I apologize. What you call it? The great. <laughs> the great. Yeah. The great. Oh yeah. <laughs> the great murderer. The great. <laughs> um, from Vulture, uh, the thing about Pam Hupp, which is produced in partnership with Neon Hum Media, will include new interviews and conversations from interrogation videos that have not been featured on Dateline. But no interview with Hup herself. She has never been available to us. But boy, oh boy, <laughs> would I love to, Morrison said. <laughs> I would love nothing more than to sit down with the lovely Pam and ask her a question or two. If that could happen, that would be something. I would hope that could be arranged at some point. I mean, that's a podcast in all itself. What about you submitting yourself as a <sighs> contributor? Um, I will help Keith in any way I can. Hmm. He is a prince of a man. Oh, wow. Um, so I, I would be more than willing to you help You don't out. plan on having children? So mm -hmm. is this the closest you'll come to the... Jesus. To, to a little that? baby? No, is this your... I mean, is this your crowning achievement in life? Well, I've done nothing. It's just been given to me, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's a, it's a miracle. It's my little miracle, my little blessing. Besides, I guess, my niece. <laughs> 
Whitley. Uh, <laughs> Let's say you, you literally just had a niece yeah. less than a month ago, Gardner. Yeah. Not sure if you remember that. You were just talking about the lovely young niece of yours not too long ago. But sure, a podcast with starring with Keith Morrison yeah. would do it for you. I uh-huh. get it. I'm sure she'd understand. <laughs> she will understand someday. She I get it. I got it, Uncle Chris. I totally get it. <laughs> you can stop talking about it now. <laughs> no, but this is... Uh, what a week for you. I'm so happy for you. Yeah, that came out. I saw that yesterday and just was I, mean, I, explored. I, I hope, if, if, if this is why I want to, this is what motivates me to be successful, Chris, because I, I mm. want to do cool things for my friends. I would love for Keith Morrison and Chris Gartner to just ride on a beautiful scooter through forest park together as they mm-hmm. converse about just talk. pointing and, and then he stops and goes mr gardner is that the river de pair mm-hmm. and i feel like yeah. that would be the ultimate moment for you riding on a scooter talking about the river de pair and true crime ancient aliens with keith morrison lovely day in a lovely park where nothing could ever go wrong gardner yeah. ancient Aliens. <laughs> You're just saying things that he enjoys. Yes. <laughs> well, that's how it works. What's the old expression? A lie can travel halfway around the world before the truth gets its pants on. So true. So true. It's that last part. It's that second so true yeah. is what makes Keith Morrison like a legend. Yeah, I might because- have to reach out to the Dateline people. It's it's he's a he's a brilliant man, and he's one of the few things I think left in this country that everyone can unite behind. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and oh, I think yeah. it's just so cool that he's doing this podcast. Congratulations, man! Thanks, you I'm deserve looking it. forward to listening to you, this. You deserve it, uh, boys and girls. It's now time to play the game, the game that divides our communities mm-hmm. every week. Hmm. That's great. We're big on division. We're very big on division. It's time for the Great American Race. There's no open for the Great American Damn Race. Damn it. I keep thinking that we put something together at some point. Mm-hmm. I guess it just hasn't happened. Hello, boys and girls. The Great American the scoreboard, Race. Scoreboard, though. How's that work? There you go. Here, tell me about it. I'm going to plug my laptop in. Okay. Uh, the scoreboard, well, it's kind of a credit score rating. We start with, uh, well, Chris starts with 850. Travis starts with 800 because of systematic racism. And uh, throughout the month, each of you will provide stories that makes the other's community look not too great. And we, I guess I, kind of decide the score. I either add to points-wise or take away points. And at the end of the month, whoever has the higher credit score, after all this is done, is declared the winner of the Great American Race for that month. Travis really flamed out last month. Chris won. Yeah. It was a good month for Chris. Yeah. And uh, as it stands right now, Chris is at 720. Travis is at 660 in the middle of September. So let's see what your offerings are today. So uh, who would like to go first? I kicked it off last go around. So Mr. Demino, I'll let you go first. Let me pull up my story here. Mm-hmm. Does he have video of this too? No. Oh, I'm going to pull up an image, though. Oh, he's got an image. you got images. Mm-hmm. This might help a little. Oh, right oh, oh, wait. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Is this where this story is going? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I don't know. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
that. Gonna be tough for you to stand up for this one, oh pal. Oh my gosh. Your friend and confidant, LeBron James, attempting to <clears throat> trademark Taco Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. So this dude jumps onto a trend <laughs> that is, I uh, will give it, just be nice and say 20 years old. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> give or take a decade. Yep, exactly. Uh, <laughs> LeBron has his trademark filing denied, rejected, Race, if you will. Racist. Bas- basketball Had term. to be Trump. Had I, to be Trump. Well, I agree it is racist to try and take uh, many small Mexican-owned businesses' uh, marketing tactics Ooh. away from them. I think it's pretty racist to think that only Mexicans can make tacos, but go on. I'll remember that the next time a guy from Oakville opens a taco shack in uh, on Cherokee Street and you aren't there supporting it. Uh, <laughs> Los Angeles Ooh. Lakers star LeBron James attempted to trademark the term Taco Tuesday. It's been denied, uh, but according to James' team, he still accomplished the outcome wanted from the application in the first place please uh so again taco tuesday is a commonplace term lebron james taking just the privilege that he has as someone in the position that he is and tried to rip away a commonplace term from the everyday businessman while you do generally say that white people ruin it for black people in this case a black man tried to steal a thing from a bunch of Hispanic folks, and it's uh, it's just sickening for the race, for the for the man, for the term itself. Mm. That term is not owned; it is appreciated by many, and he tried to put it in a silo for himself and his generations to come. Shame on you, LeBron Ooh. James! And you know what, Tigar, we don't stand for that. Yeah. I rest my case. Oh, nice use of the word silo there. I mm-hmm. like that. It gave you a, a visual. It's a it's like, yeah. And, he'd sit, and yeah. him sitting on top of it, with it, he's literally King James. Yeah. He's got the crown, probably has some tacos in the crown because of his taco fortune. Mm. So, yeah. Taco fortune. Mm-hmm. I think what we I saw here in this particular case is LeBron James showing off his business prowess. Now, this is interesting. And that failing. You, you, and he did fail. But there was also another large, very white institution that uh, attempted to also try to idea. copyright something. Now, you thought, you thought Taco Tuesday, Chris is right, probably has been around for two decades. How long do you think the word the has been around? For freaking ever. But a university in Ohio, maybe you heard of them, the Ohio State University, attempted to copyright the word the. So we sit up here and chastise LeBron James, who's considered to be one of the most successful off-the-court business athletes in the world, who did something that was to further his pockets. Well, it happens. But what about a university trying to own the word the? I don't see you up here chastising them. Why is it that Chris only has a problem when black people are trying to further themselves in their community, but when a white institution like the Ohio State takes the time to try to copyright the word the, you don't hear anything from them? Typical millennials. You know why? Because so many black athletes have prospered from Ohio State, from the Ohio State. I'm glad I'd, you brought I'd, up I'd, prosper I'd, and black athletes I'd, because I'd black athletes that. continue to allow these universities to prosper. You take away the black athlete from the Ohio State. What is Ohio State? What what, what do you learn when you go to Ohio State? What are they known for academically? Flip That's cup. what I thought. Flip cup. So what are you saying? So I'm saying <laughs> that, that, I, that my volume has hired and I'd like for you to pay attention more because it seems as if I'm making a point. See what you can just do with volume. Okay, Travis, I'm taking 10 points away for that last one. <laughs> Just, you know what? Yeah, I too read Jamel Hill in the Atlantic, okay? I see where you were going with that. 
Now I did I did take points away from I took points away from you, Travis, sixty total. But I did take twenty away from Chris because I did think you you did a good job of countering his argument by going with that other story. Okay. There are other times where you just go off into the woods and I don't know where we're going. Mm, and I don't enough. trust. Neither does he. Yeah. I'm like a bear sometimes yeah, that way. Don't say that. Okay. Uh, you lose 10 points. For <laughs> ah, that. rats. Um, but I, you did a better job this time of countering with a legitimate argument, I thought. Okay. But uh, it's still a pretty good story for Chris to bring up. Okay, not bad, Demon. Not bad at all. By the way, Ohio State, surprisingly, also lost their copyright attempt mm-hmm. as well. Um I I want to start this off. I want to before I start my Great American Race. I want to go. That over wasn't a, it. The, I'm about to kick it off oh, right wow. about now. Twenty uh, percent of marriages around the world apparently are between first cousins. I bring this up Careful. only because How much? Careful. According to first cousins incest.com. Oh no. You this Google is around that? the world though. Around the world. See, uh, you're getting real remote with that. Okay. I also. Um, I'm ready to. I'm just gonna show the video. Okay. Fire it away, Gardner. You saw what was happening. You saw what was going on. What were your thoughts? Oh my gosh! It can. You know, I didn't ever think it was gonna happen to us. Do you know how this fire started? Yes, I do. It was because of my cousin, and I don't want to mention no names. Your cousin. Yes. Um, and you say you think your cousin started this? Uh, do you know how or why? He's mad because he couldn't. He can't get with me. I'm married to my husband, and it's a long story. This is fake. <laughs> Where's it this is, link from? It is not, Chris. <laughs> Somebody torched a garage in Levittsburg, Ohio, and one of the victims told a local news channel she thought she mm-hmm. knew who the culprit was. Mm-hmm. It was because of my cousin, said Heather Tenney. And I don't want to mention no names. He's mad because he can't get with me. Because I'm married to my husband. It was because of my cousin. So this young lady apparently has been pursued by her cousin. Yeah. And it must have created a love triangle to the point where the cousin decided to burn down their house. Now, this is in a very white rural area a red state in ohio so let's just be clear they are indeed white people she looks like she could be eastern european Mm -hmm. nice try why are you telling like barack there because i want people to be clear that this is white people shit and this is pretty disgusting and this is par for the course for your community it's it's a you feel that you shouldn't snitch on your cousin because he burned down your she shed. However, oh, you just highlighted to the rest it. of the world Mm-mm. that your cousin wants to get with you. You brought up snitching mm-hmm. in those streets. I'm very aware of what she, that. She did snitch. She, I, don't, I don't know how many cousins she have that, that would also want to get with her. Mm-hmm. I would imagine the police could probably narrow that down. Yeah. So it, she technically snitched anyway. I like I don't want to mention any names, but that one cousin of mine that actually wants to sleep with me. But I also found that it's amazing how common this is among your community. One of your other heroes in your community also apparently are dating or married to their cousins. 
Have you ever heard of the actors Kevin Bacon and Kara Sedgwick? They have been married for nearly 30 years and recently discovered they are cousins. The two actors tied the knot back in 1988 and share two adult children together. I figure I was going to be related to Kevin Bacon. I mean, most white people are related ultimately. That was Kira Sedgwick. So it's very clear that this is very common in your community incest. What, what level we, of cousin? They said distant. But we know what that means. Are no, you sure this wasn't from don't. a satirical website that this was making was fun a, of the was, six degrees? No, it was not. Of, what's the website? Of Kevin Bacon. Unless the uh, website is Fox News. Another white man source. This is embarrassing for your community. Look, we saw seven, eight seasons of incest on Game of Thrones between white people. And now we see it carrying over into reality. It Obviously, we all know the genetic ramifications of marrying and having sex with your cousins. And I'm trying to understand how we can improve as a society if your people are out here constantly having sex with their cousins. Mm -hmm. I don't know how we can become the great America that we want to be when you're up here banging Cousin we Jan. wanted to make it great again. No, we can't even do that. But you guys are out here banging Cousin Jan, you know, Cousin Chris, mm. all these things. Um, you you almost kind of sort of, well, that's a whole nother story. But the fact of the matter is, white America, you nasty as hell. Okay. Well, Chris is still winning 640 to 590. How? Um. I had great sources. I had... Other points? You had a source called incest.com. <laughs> I should have taken points off of you for using a website called yeah. incest.com. I couldn't find any other available data. <laughs> that was the most recent available data. Also, if you do just a quick search, there's a lot of articles on African-American incest. And that's, no, major, that's not a thing. Problem. That's not oh, a thing. Scoreboard's still oh, no, That's not a thing. That is a lie. It's not funny to talk about. Like, I mean, just even look at the queen. Look at the royal family. You know what? Look at the royal family. I've avoided so many things, and you went went dark here, mister. (laughs) How did I go dark? It was a woman telling the news that her cousin burned out her she shed because (laughs) her she shed. (laughs) I could bring up R. Kelly or O.J. every single week, and I avoid it. I mean, Uh, I could. O.J. wouldn't work. He's not black. He's O.J. He said it himself. That's very true. Yeah. So that's, you know, and it's, man. but you know what? You know what? I think I we think should I kill should, bears. I kill them all. Kill all bears, I say. I'll give you 10 points. I right? think I should be uh, rewarded because uh, rest in peace, Eddie Money has passed away. What? He's uh, the singer and he was a great uh, steward of the Caucasian community. And in my grieving uh, immediately, I think I should, you know, get a little cushion. Mm. Eddie Money, great oh. in those Geico commercials. Well, that is privilege. Okay. <laughs> Privilege got him 10. 650 to 600. That's where we stand. Eddie Money passed away? Yes, just did. 70 years we'll old. We'll have to put that on uh, part of the Cocktober playlist. It looks like there's no more money no. in the bank. Stop yeah. it. You lose 20 for that. Thank you. That's very disrespectful. He is a person. <laughs> <laughs> looks like we're all out of money. Stop. No, talking. what? <laughs> Chris is. He is a person. <laughs> also, he was. Y'all had no problem. Had I stopped myself. Y'all had Aretha Franklin was, jokes, but I can't do any money jokes? No, no, no. We said her funeral was long. Mm-hmm. You're attacking the now deceased yeah. hit maker. You're punning his name. I guess you could say he's now Eddie Broke. 
partner. Come on, give me at least 10 points back for that one. That's, That's a good bad. one. Yeah, minus God, 10. Damn it. I would have taken. Did the cousin snitch? She could have more than one cousin who wants to bang her. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you're letting incest fly. <laughs> incest in the community fly. I'll take 20 off. Thank you. Good God. Good. Yeah, I really question that stat, but still. Well, now I'm taking that's, Ted off you. I'm married. But come on. your own data from incest.com. I mean, it, was my, it was because of my cousin, and I don't want to mention no names. He's mad because he can't get with me mm. because I'm married to my husband. Like, there are a lot of things in that sentence that would normally decapitate most races. And I don't want to mention no names. He's mad because he can't get with me Did because I'm married him? to my husband. Uh, no. Yale Hollander has canceled the trolley show in uh, place of a, w- a wake for Eddie Money all night. Uh, Those are some good songs. What do you have? Two big ones? Let's go through the list. Two Tickets to Paradise, Take Me Home Tonight. Did you guys see the movie Take Me Home Tonight? Uh, no, who's in that? Topher Grace. It was fun. It was a fun little I don't remember teen that party one. movie. I'm, or I'm mid- Adult. I'm going to leave the T-Gar scores at that, just so you know. So I'm going to mm-hmm. take those down. 6.30 to 5.50. Chris leads Travis midway through the month. No surprises September. there. 6.30 to 5.50. Um, no, that's disappointing news with Eddie Money. Very sad. Very I, will, sad. Uh, I doubt that Yale is canceling the show, but I'm sure he will find a way to honor him tonight. I sure hope so. Maybe is it going to turn into like a yacht rock type of maybe actually trolley tonight? Maybe I'll have two tickets to sandals. That'd be cool. I'm putting. I'll put the damn scoreboard back up. What? <laughs> That's a, no. Come but on! You don't, attack, you don't attack sandals. Oh wow! Baby, hold on. Shaken. Two tickets to paradise. Baby, I want to go back. Uh, looks like walk on water. Fall in love again. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> he's got four that. People really know. Shaken. We need. R.I.P. What are his kids? Uh, I'm telling you, those guy who. I know. I'm asking. Whatever his kids. No, no. I'm looking at your face. I don't. I. <laughs> I just had a question. Okay, ask your question. I'm just curious. Is, is, is does he leave behind dollar and cents? No. No. I told you. You couldn't even look at me after I called you out for that beforehand. <laughs> look at you. You had to look at Chris. I you couldn't even look at me in the eye. This is how you memorialize someone. It's the best way to to to, to remember one. Oh, is it? He now has his ticket to paradise. That's better. That's come on. That's okay. Good. Now that's a good headline. Oh, okay, here we go. I would have given you points for that one. He's now out of his dreams and into our hearts. What is that? I don't know. Is that what? That's the... Billy Ocean. Oh shoot! Damn it. We were just talking about him last hour. Is Billy Ocean alive? Yes. Okay. Okay. Hmm. You're one degree away from insulting Tom Petty fans again. Mm-hmm. Will, will Geico fly their flag at half mast? <laughs> I want to watch. <laughs> yeah, Bill. That's from Billy. <laughs> Those Geico commercials were money, man. They were funny, <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, come on. Does he lose points? 
Does no, he lose points? I was complimenting his work. The scoreboard's gone. His, oh, come on! His eyes. Two tickets to paradise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Eddie Money. Take it easy. <laughs> he did look. And he, he was entering the phase of his life where rock stars do yeah. look like your crazy aunt as well. And that's fine. Totally fine. That You're right. That is a phase. Mm-hmm. Steven Tyler's on like year 20. Of yeah, it. I, I was just trying to think. I'm like, when did that start there? You ever seen a woman that looks like Steven Tyler and you're like, she is really a trick? She looks like <laughs> Steven Tyler. Or, or uh, what's his name? Brett Michaels. Brett Michaels. Oh, yeah. 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 Once they kind of start getting into the Botoxy thing, the yeah. long hair is like kind of frizzy now. And, so, yeah. so I'm trying to, I don't know when Steven Tyler's began. I'm trying to, was it, would it be like six, seven years ago for Brett Michaels or even longer? Yeah, probably when he started doing that show. So how long ago was that? That was Probably that way longer than ago? we realized, yeah. Ten years ago? That's one of those, I'm like, yeah, it's on this Tuesday. And they're like, that's been off the air for eight years. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it might be ten years that, ten years ago that he started entering that phase. Yeah, with the hat, because no offense, ladies, it's but like, ladies do wear a straw cowboy hat. Yeah. Especially the pink ones. It's like for male rockers from that age, it's like menopause for them. Yeah, it it's is. It's like they're menopause. Mm-hmm. Where they're still kind of trying to keep up. They're like, they're doing the things that are now. Ne- it's like the slightly refreshed version of what they would have done in their prime, but it no longer looks that way because you ain't got the same body, muscle tone, oh etc. And it gets a little weird. <laughs> it, does. It, it does. It does do that. It's a little like... Certainly. Why do you have scarves and dangly things? Like, why did we need to add that to, to your wardrobe? Like, Keith Richards has never really entered that phase. He's though. just always kind of jeans, no shirt, and, yeah, and, and a bandana, Maybe a little, right? but he's just his... Mm, that'd, be a, that'd, that'd be someone's very unfortunate-looking age. Yeah, and maybe... And he didn't have, that, he didn't have long, long hair. Right, so maybe I don't, I don't see him as that, that type. He's just kind of hardened. Right. Over to like calcified. He's calcified. <laughs> calcified. Right. I love that. Well, and at this point, like you'd have to look to '80s rockers for that, right? As yeah. As they're like kind of in their six, because in your '50s and early '60s, even I think you can still kind of be handsomeish before you start trying to do too much vanity stuff. Maybe. Right. And that's specifically from this group of rockers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, the ones from the the '90s or 2000s. We might not have this same type of face because they didn't do because it was punk it rock to look feminine. Band, right. It was punk. It yeah. really was. Yeah. So it's it's a the style the genre kind of dictates that some. Yeah. Or their style kind of dictates that. But like Mumford and Sons can't do that. No. <laughs> that's not on brand. Like, They're just they going to look like prospectors. Yeah. yeah it's, well, yeah, and that's like, what do they do when they get? Are they going to shave? Yeah. No. Right. Is that what's going to happen? They're going <laughs> to shave every day. I mean, ZZ Top can't do it. They got to have the beards. Right. Yeah. So it's a, I don't know what those faces are going to look like, but we will get to see, hopefully. It'll be like your aunt with blonde tips yeah. from boy bands in the 2000s. <laughs> like, dude, you're 60 now. Stop it. Uh, we are going to speak to comedian Rhea Butcher. So if you can give us just a second, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, they're at the Ready Room this Sunday. You can get tickets online. We're going to get reconnected, and we'll be right back. Quick break. It's We Are Live. Huge thanks to all of our great sponsors. We'll be right back. We are live, live, live. We are live, live, live. We are live, live, live. We are live. Welcome back to We Are Live. Pleased to be joined 
from L.A. Rhea Butcher in town Sunday at the Ready Room. Get tickets online. You can get them through Eventbrite. We'll share the uh, link for tickets as well. Doors at 7, show at 8 p.m. All ages, so only 20 bucks. This is going to be a great show this Sunday. Rhea, thanks for coming back on the show. How are you? Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, I'm great. I'm uh, actually in Austin, Texas right now. Austin. Very it's nice. so hot. <laughs> yeah. is it just it absolutely disgusting and this is part of the uh part of the tour huh part of the tour austin last night houston tomorrow tonight and then new orleans tomorrow and then st louis on sunday could you have picked, very much looking forward to it could you have picked a hotter run at this time of year I, no <laughs> it's not gonna I be forgiving not. in st louis either <laughs> <laughs> no it's gonna be and all the humidity is gonna be there too yeah and i'm absolutely. gonna bring some from new orleans because oh, i well, figured thank you. you know everybody likes humidity <laughs> if you could only just stop off in Memphis, you can get the taste of like three cities that are exactly the same but slightly different <laughs> sizes. But slightly in different, the field. yeah. Just yeah. slightly different regions of humidity. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's well, my favorite. Like in Los Angeles, people are always like, oh my God, it's so humid. And I'm like, you don't know what you're talking about at all. It is, is not humid. I, spent, I come from a place where you can hear the humidity. You it's know? Disgusting. That's, it's like people. Yeah kind of clearing their oh. mouth whenever you're walking through the disgusting air. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rhea, very popular. <laughs> last time you were in town, uh, our friend Tina D-Ball was on the show with you, and wanted, we did a show yeah. with her last night and uh, wanted to tell you hello and uh, and excited to have you back in St. Louis. So I know people What's are up, very Tina pumped. D-Bolt? Yeah, right, yeah, look at that. That Getting was a great shootout. show. I'm, re- I'm excited to be back in St. Louis, and I'm really happy for you guys to be you're still right up at the top in the Central Division right now, right? Uh, yeah, I was going to say, like, we could just jump in and talk baseball for the next three to four hours if you want. I know it's, uh, <laughs> sure. that's your area of expertise. I uh, I don't know how much you've paid attention uh, to the Cardinals, right? But locally, it's actually, this has been a really strange season because there are talented players, but everybody was super mad they didn't go in on Harper or Machado or any big sure. free agent thing, nothing at the trade deadline. And yet here they sit. Uh, they could be six games yeah. up, but they're four games up at the Central on the Cubs. So it's been a really weird thing because attendance numbers are amazing. But if you kind of just have your ear open locally, you would think the Cardinals are in fifth place and just doing <laughs> absolutely horrible in the division. Sure. But yet they're 11 games out, 11 games away from a, a playoff appearance if they win 11. Yeah, I mean – Paul Goldschmidt was a great pickup, you know. I mean, he produ- Harper is not producing like at all. So, it, it, but I get it. Yeah. I get it. Everybody wants to be mad. <laughs> you got to have something to be mad about. And also, you're not the Cubs didn't pick up anybody. At least True. you guys got Paul Goldschmidt and Colton Wong is producing like crazy because I'm know? like constantly playing him in fantasy baseball. <laughs> you He's know, amazing. And, and do you know how many people? He is amazing. Wanted to trade him for like a lefty reliever, like at various tribes. All of them, probably. Like everybody's like, dump yeah. him. Yeah, this guy that's now maybe the the one of the, if not the best second baseman in baseball. It's uh, it's very interesting. Yeah, top to five see. at least. Right. Yeah. yeah for sure. it, it's very funny. I wonder if that correlates to comedy a little bit. I mean, obviously you've got Conan, Comedy Central, all of your wonderful appearances under your belt. I do think it's crazy that someone like you could run into somebody going to your show that's not aware of who you are necessarily and they're just like what do you got it's always a constant prove it to me (laughs) it's sports or comedy or anything else it's crazy yeah i mean i'm lucky that um for the most part when people come to see me they they know who they're like coming to see but definitely like um yeah not (laughs) the amount of people 
that know my stand-up is like a, a concentrated group of amazing people, but it's not everybody. That's for sure. You know, <laughs> where right. you're like, holy crap. <laughs> but yeah, I wonder yeah, if that... you're just constantly still trying to do more of it. It, it, it's true too, and it, you can you can literally have someone in comedy that will just for a tune-up show play to a room of twenty people because it's an off night, and it's like, hey, it's stage time, and it'll be fun, and I'll work my craft, and then the next night you can mm-hmm. be literally on Jimmy Kimmel or or, the, or something like that, and someone will still just be right. like, you know, they were kind of funny. It's, <laughs> it's just yeah. that kills me. That part of your world. Oh yeah, I mean it's, but yeah, it's just like baseball. It's all context, you know. Right. Um, it, it's it's like full whatever people are looking for, they're gonna find. So if they're like, well, that was all right, like coming in, like prove it to me. Yes. You're never gonna prove it. You're never. You're just never gonna prove it. You know. That's so if, true. If somebody's going into it like, oh, I like this. Like they're probably gonna like it. Exactly. So but- I just go into every, almost every situation that I possibly can going. People want to like this, you know, instead of <laughs> good looking for the people that don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's uh, not easy. It's a very recent, but. No, you, you, you do have to be strong and you have to just, and you have to believe in yourself, oh, especially too, because you're opening yourself up creatively. So there's this weird, like, yes, it's business, but it's also you <laughs> at a time too. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of strange at times compartmentalizing that. Oh yeah, all the time. And especially like, and you have to like work things out and you have to come up with new stuff and you have to take risks, but it's difficult because it's literally the words coming out of your own mouth. <laughs> you know, So like you're responsible for all the stuff that you're doing and saying. So yeah, it's, it's I mean, it's, I want to say it's tough, but like I'm so lucky to be doing this job, so it's not tough at all. Like it's, you know, I'm grateful no, for the opportunity. It's a constant struggle with yourself and with what you present to people as well. Yeah, <laughs> it could be great. super interesting. So, how long have you been podcasting, by the way? Um, I mean, I've been doing a podcast of some form since 2013. How crazy! So is I. It? I w- it's just it's it's insane that you're since 2013 and now it this wave is happening. I, I'm just curious, like we're seeing like the thing with Conan just came out that he's shepherding sure. the new thing, and I know some people took umbrage with that, but at the same time, it's like nah, you kind of want a name like Conan O'Brien attached to something you're doing. That's a good thing. Well, yeah, yeah, and but, I mean it's kind of like this happens with anything. Like it gets built up. And then people come in and go, oh, this is a worthwhile thing. <laughs> yeah. And then they start doing it and it makes it even bigger, you know, like, and I don't mean that in like any sort of detrimental way. It's like, no. why would somebody like Conan think they need a podcast until, oh, these things make a lot of money. Okay. I'm going to do that too. Right. And it fits into, cause like, I mean, he's, he makes a TV show every day. Right. Why would you be like, yeah, I got to sit down and talk to somebody for two hours <laughs> when I like do that every day anyway on television, you know? Um, but yeah, I've been doing a podcast in some form since 2013. I had a movie podcast and then put your hands together, the stand-up podcast, which was the only one that of its kind that was uh, six and a half years long. And then I've been doing my baseball podcast for about two years now. It's, it's insane to me. The amount like Keith Morrison just came out with a podcast. From Dateline, Keith, who? Keith, Keith oh, Morrison. God. Yeah, I thought you meant the. I thought you meant the lead singer of the Circle Jerks. Oh. <laughs> I would listen. Who to I that. see around Los Angeles all the time. That's hilarious. Like, we used to live in the same neighborhood. It was so weird to just be like, oh. 
<laughs> so, so it's funny too because you're you're a Midwest person, and and it's yeah. like the, maybe we won't ever be able to shake that. Anytime I go to Los Angeles and you're sitting there and you look and you're like having lunch somewhere relatively popular, and you look over and you're like, that dude was in Little Giants, like. <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah. It's like, you see yeah, these... I see Gabby from the Sandlot all the time. <laughs> right? That's so like, awesome. Like, I've seen him so many times. When I see him, I'm like, oh, there, there's that dude again. Like, I don't, I don't, it's not, like, weird. <laughs> That's yeah. how many times I've seen him. It's just, it's just a guy that uh, that happens to get coffee. Just that dude. Coffee. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, fantastic. Exactly. So, as far as your, uh, as your career goes, what, uh, what are we doing? You're obviously on a big tour yeah. right now. Uh, you mm-hmm. have the podcast, aspirations yeah. for more. Do you want to take it movies? Do you want to take it TV series? Just I'm only relating to this because we know somebody that's having some success with this who's worked really hard. Righteous Gemstones cool. just came on HBO, right? Super, super popular yeah. right now. Uh, but there's also a lot of people who've been grinding away for several sure. years that are, are in these parts. Um, at this point in your career, is that a dream to jump into something that would be like an attachment and then you shine? Uh, do you sure. want to just keep growing to do, I don't, maybe you're at the perfect level for stand up too. You said you have a great audience that comes out. Do you want to yeah. do stadiums? Like, what do you want to do with your career in the next <laughs> five years? It's a, I, I mean, think it's interesting hey, to see what people's goals are. Sure. Yeah. Bring the stadiums on. Um, <laughs> I, you know, a baseball I'm, stadium I'm, tour. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm actually doing like a guest part guest role guest starring role on the show good trouble which is on freeform um which is a sort of new spin-off from the show the fosters it's a really great show and i really like working on it um so i would love to keep doing more acting stuff but mm-hmm. you know that's you just audition and you keep doing it until you do it or you just keep auditioning until you're like i'm not gonna audition anymore mm-hmm. so uh yeah i mean it is just a job and like a whole sort of thing that you just do until you do it or you go, you know, I'm going to have a farm that rescues pigs and cows and stuff. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> Those are perfect. kind of my goals because I'm like lucky enough to be doing it at the level that I'm doing it. And when I say it, I mean all of it, you know, like being on Good Trouble, having a podcast, like people show up to my shows. It's I, I'm really lucky to get to do it and to get to put my thoughts out there and be creative and meet people. So I'm, I'm lucky to be where I'm at. I, I would just love to keep doing it, whatever that looks like. I think that's the best answer you could possibly have because that's somebody that's strong willed (laughs) and strong willed and that that creates your kind of your own lane as well. And that's, yeah. And it's also like, it can be really painful because this is, if like we were saying with stand up, like it feels like it's about you. Mm-hmm. And it's not, you know, it's about a lot of people, like a lot of people make a lot of decisions and it's not always like that you are not good, that you don't get something or, you know, that you don't get a part or that it's not going this way or you didn't do this. It's like, it's not always like that you are a failure. In fact, it often isn't, you know, it's just like, oh, this other person was a better fit. It's so hard to remove yourself from that, isn't it? It's it's yeah. It's absolutely insane because it just goes back to what we were talking about. Yes, it's a business, but that's you. You are your business too. So yes. the fact that you can this level up. This is the business. 
<laughs> Which is a, weird. <laughs> it is. It's, it's strange. You're not like, yeah. here's my accounting prowess. It's like, no, this is my no. soul. Check it out. Yeah. Here's my soul. What do you think about it? Yeah. Oh, you don't like it? Okay, cool. They're great. That <laughs> doesn't affect me, but it also really affects me. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, any of the new specials come out? Um, there's been a lot of... Uh, I guess Netflix stuff. Have you have you put anything on Netflix or any of the big streaming platforms? And then what would your? I have some experience with a friend who had one on Amazon, and he was just kind of like, eh, it was whatever. I guess there's sure. some publicity. Uh, just in the medium itself, do, do you have aspirations of that, or do you want to self-release? What do you want to oh, do? Oh, I mean, I I would love to put a special out, but again, it's the same kind of thing. It's like you got to have what they're looking for, mm-hmm. and uh, you just keep going for that. I mean, I'd love to do that, but I don't have anything out. No. Well, I think you're doing a great <laughs> job with everything else. And you're very polite whenever I screw up uh, and uh, oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> completely mess up names. But uh, as, <laughs> far, as, far, as far as the, uh, as the show goes Sunday, again, greatly received yes. last time in, uh, in St. Louis at the Ready Room this Sunday. Is there anything you need to refresh people in St. Louis about regarding the tour everything in your life, sure. what they're going to see Sunday. It's it's going to be a great show, and the Ready Room's a fantastic place to see Yeah, it's going to be so much show. fun. Yeah. I hope you can come out. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm really just trying to put together, like, an hour of, like, fun, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, some joy and just, like, some laughter about some sort of silly things. Big things, but silly things. Because, um, you know, there's a lot of shit going on, and right. people need a break from that. We don't need an, an – I don't need – to remind everybody for an hour what everything is like necessarily because right. um, <clears throat> I think that we don't need to ignore everything but I do think you have to take care of yourself every now and then and if we're not experiencing joy and happiness and those kinds of things together then then everything is truly bad and I just don't think that that's the, the case and again that's not to say that none of it's bad I just think there is still good stuff that's why I called it the good things tour because there's still good things and um, spending an hour or two hours with a group of people, like, laughing um, at funny things, you know, like, not laughing at other people, I think is a very beneficial thing that you can then go out and bring joy into other people's lives. So that's kind of what my aim is for Sunday. Well, I, I think that's an excellent way to approach it, too. And even if you're not tackling, you know, the issues that maybe uh, are viewed the biggest at the core or the most divisive, I think that uh, comedy shows, especially comedy shows at a cool rock venue like the Ready Room, are kind yeah. of the best way to cut loose. And when you have a true pro, somebody who's been doing stand-up at a high level for many years, up on stage it's a different experience. Like we were just talking about specials. You can see people that are, that'll sell out Madison Square Garden and then you'll watch their specials sometimes and it's like, okay, it's nowhere near the experience of a live show. So Sunday, yeah. the ready room in the Grove, it'll be a great time. Uh, go see Rhea and it'll be, it's, just, it's, a good, it's a good excuse to cut loose and see somebody do something that they're very good at. So we're excited to get you back in hey St. Hey man, Louis. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Let's cut loose. Let's do it. Rhea, thank you so much. It was an absolute <laughs> pleasure having you on. And uh, we'll tweet out and yeah, Facebook out all the, the ticket stuff. So anytime, come back on. Thank you so much, Rhea. Yeah, thanks, man. It was great talking to you. Absolutely. I'll, I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Have a we'll good see one. you Sunday at the Bye. Ready Room. Rhea Butcher, tickets online now. And uh, you got to go uh, see Rhea perform. Again, it's the, let's see, 9.15, obviously, is Sunday. 
but it's uh, the uh, 20 bucks online. That's what I was looking for. So we'll rock that out for you guys. Check out the Ready Room. And that'll do it for the show today, Gardner. Thank you so much, guys. We're back live at 8 a.m. on Monday. Enjoy your weekend. We'll see you then.